Interesting. Okay. Sabah. Sabah, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, hope you're doing well. I hope everything is going well. Well, really good with you guys. Um, I Let me double check. Just make sure. Yeah, I think audio is working fine. I want to make sure there's no technical problems going on today. Uh, today, we are actually on Android. <laughs> Welcome back to the Android Bay. It's episode 116. I didn't mean to say what we are on Android. Um, it is Saturday. Um, this is uh, April 30th, the last day of April. And of course, uh, also kind of technically, coincidentally, could potentially be the day before Eid, which is possibly going to be tomorrow or Monday, either way, like a day or two later. Um, and today is actually a, a nice little uh, kind of like a combination of a week that kind of uh, it, we got a couple of devices that got launched uh, or at least embargoes got lifted on. Um, the first one is obviously the Nord N20. It's a good budget smartphone that was released from OnePlus in the US. Uh, and the other one is actually a kind of a flagship uh, in a sense of a gaming phone. Uh, it's and I'm, I say type of a kind of a flagship mostly because uh, it lacks certain things that makes it into a flagship experience, but it is a great gaming experience. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, last but not least, I'm also we're also going to be doing a giveaway on the channel, and this giveaway is specifically intended for followers and supporters of the channel. Of course, you know both the Android Bay and TK Bay. Uh, the biggest reason behind that is because I, I don't want to do a, a giveaway where, you know, you go enter Gleam and you run it for weeks at a time. This is going to actually be a very simple one. And we'll talk about the details hopefully very soon for you guys. Um, I want to say first and foremost, I hope everybody's doing well. I see Greg's with us in the chat. I see Finn. Uh, I see Chemi's in the chat. Dan, happy, <laughs> happy weekend. I hope everybody's doing great. Sarvan's in the chat as well. Uh, Golan Lavi, hey man. So, uh, <laughs> Shalom TK. Good morning. Aljosa, hey man. Hope you're doing well as well. And um, everybody else in there as well, kicking it with us on this beautiful Saturday. Uh, and Antonio Luis uh, kicking it with us as well. Uh, you know, early morning, or at least, you know, it's, it's early. It's 9.30 a.m. here Pacific time. So um, first thing I, I want to say about the, uh, the the devices that were launched this week, um, I'll say that they both offer different experiences and different things. And then well, and well, one of the other things, of course, is Android 13 beta finally came out. Um, also, we also have a an announcement that it's going to be coming up from Sony very soon, which more than likely looks like is going to be the brand new Xperia, uh, you know, Xperia one update that we all were expecting. Uh, it's a little bit later. It seems like it's running in May. The last couple of years or so, they were always running around March or so. So it seems like there's some delays. There's some, uh, you know, push out a little bit more as far as some of the things going on. But I'm looking forward to seeing what Sony has to uh, offer us or showcase for us. The um, the experience of, you know, just having to go through uh, reviewing two different types of phone, one being a very much gaming experience, the other one a very budget experience, it just takes away from the, you know, what the flagship or the best of the best type of experience that we're looking at. Uh, I'll say the, the Poco F4 is, or the GT specifically, is my first experience. I haven't had an opportunity to work or use a GT model from uh, from from Poco from before. And one of the reasons behind that is uh, we've always been into the F3, the F2 models, and of course, uh, the different generations of you know the M series as well. This one's actually very surprising. It comes with a very interesting approach of having two trigger buttons built into the actual phone. Sorry. <laughs> I have a shortcut built into this one. Uh, and you're able to basically kind of magnetically bring up the buttons and reduce them. And they actually pop up and provide us uh, not only customizations for gaming, but also customizations to when we're actually using uh, the phone uh, on an, in a normal basis. So you can actually have two trigger functionalities with a double press or a press and hold that gives you the additional functions that you normally don't have on a smartphone. So uh, we'll have to see how that kind of goes. Uh, let me see here. Sorry, I'm trying to catch up with uh, some of the one. Uh, 
I'm suggesting to buy, I'm thinking about buying the OnePlus 9 RT instead of the 10R in the GT or the Neo 3. So that was, yeah, uh, Realme also released, or at least if I'm not mistaken, I think Realme's uh, launch event for the Neo 3 just finally became available. And that's a, a new device that Realme is pushing out with crazy fast charging speeds, as well as basically, you know, some of the latest specifications. I got a chance to see a, uh, an early model of that phone at MWC, but this that one didn't have the camera stack. It was purely designed to showcase the charging speed. So I, I can be very much uh, familiar with how that kind of goes. Uh, I see Roger Bot's in the chat. Good morning, Roger Bot. Hope you're doing well. Ron Guido's in there, Greg. Uh, and uh, let's hope it's not 3,000. Okay, let's double check. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, depending on how much it's going to be. Sabah, uh, everyone. <laughs> Just kicking it. Uh, so the the real me sorry the poco experience here uh, there's a couple of things i wanted to say i've seen some videos and i've seen some people talk about the phones and i want to make sure that you know it actually features a quad speaker it's not two speakers it's not just stereo speakers it's stereo speakers but it's utilizing two speakers on each side a tweeter and a sub uh, well, kind of like a, a main speaker on both sides to give you a much better sounding speaker experience uh, the cable that comes with this phone is also kind of looked at in a specific way where it actually kind of drops down. It's a 90 degree angle cable, which, again, more conducive for gamers. If you're using the phone and you're playing game for an extended amount of time, the last thing you want is a cable to come out from this end. It actually has, it goes this way. So it holds true, doesn't cover the speaker because the speaker is at the top and allows you to charge the phone and use it at the same time. Um, one thing I will say, though, the experience that would have made it totally over the top if they had something similar to um, what I would call it like HS power control or even power separation on the Red Magic devices. And that enable us to actually use the phone using external battery without having to use the phone with, uh, you know, the battery and start providing charging uh, heating. But one thing that I think a lot of people may not have noticed about this, and I didn't actually know it at the time because it wasn't really uh, in the notes or at least in the paperwork that I got. But something Realme did, or sorry, Poco did on this one is typically what you have on most smartphones set up you'll have the processor and the main board sitting at the top around the camera setup because that's how they usually put it. And the battery will take the majority part of the backside, right? So that's basically your battery side. And then connectors to the battery usually are right at around the same time, which is where the battery dissipates the energy into the processing. So typically this ends up being the hottest part of your phone. Well, Poco did it very smartly. Again, in the design is that they flipped the battery connector so that the, the battery prongs are actually sitting on the right side meaning they're actually away from each other and allowing the actual temperatures to not rise so high from one specific area and separating it. It actually makes it for a better experience overall when you're holding it for an extended amount of time. Now, I wish I had known that information because I would have put that in the video because, I did, again, it just wasn't something that I saw in the actual information, and maybe I missed it. But um, I find that to be, again, a, a level of detail um, focus from a company that are very different and very fresh and i feel i love the fact that they've spent this much into providing us a better experience like that's the best way to say it i, really, uh, I mean we get a lot of companies customizing an experience but it, sometimes they, they tend to be very much similar to other devices um poco on this one for some reason is just clicking for me it's, it's giving me a lot of different options in there um Oh, Jimmy's at the gym, finally trying to get back into the thing. Yeah, man, I, I I'm waiting for Ramadan to be over to get back into my running and so on. Uh, so as soon as uh, yeah, as soon as Eid kicks in after the day after Eid, I'll I'll be back on my thing because day Eid is is just tough, tough and everything else. Um, so Dan, okay, so Grounded Tech has a quick question for us here. He's saying, does the does the Poco have a video out? And that's 
unfortunately, one of the things I my some one of my concerns on this is like, why don't we have video out? Uh, it doesn't. There's no not even screen mirroring. Um, there is pretty much nothing that happens. So I can show you guys real quick. I mean, here, well, let's let's go ahead and unlock it. It does have a super fast fingerprint sensor, and let's go ahead. So I'm plugging it in directly into the camera system, and I know the video is going to go away, but this is pretty much what you get. There's nothing, not even a not even an option to dis display or any option to see what's going on. Now, I will say that it does have the ability of sc uh, screen casting, but it, that's I don't know if that's really functional in gaming. It may be functional if you want to uh, cast a like a. Um, I will say maybe a, like a, a picture or something like that. But for video, you're going to have latency. I mean, again, unless you have like a super fast Wi-Fi, and even then, there's still going to be a little bit of things off a little bit on that end. Uh, but uh, they, I don't know if they could turn that on in a future update. I'm not sure if the hardware can support video out. Typically, if they have um, screen mirroring, that typically can mean that you should be able to, you know, have maybe better configuration when you go into gaming and so on. That kind of works for you. But there's there's nothing in there. There's not even a desktop experience at all. Uh, let me see here. Da, da, da. Uh, hey, hey there. It'll be nice to life again. Jeffrey Riley, appreciate you. No, man, I'm glad that you guys are, are were able to make it in uh, today on the Saturday. Um, so Dan, jumping back, uh, it was nice. It was a nice gaming phone. Uh, that's a reasonable for a reasonable price. Yeah, the early bird pricing on this on the base model was 499 euros. It's crazy. Like that's not not in pounds, not in, in not in not in UK uh, currency. It's euros, which means it's actually cheaper. Um, uh, you know, when you consider it in the UK thing, uh, but it would be really nice to have a video out because definitely for streaming capabilities so for people that love to stream their content. Um, you know, actually, that's one thing I didn't get a chance to check here. Let me do this real quick. We can jump into the game turbo and let me reduce the volume. I want to see actually, I didn't think I didn't work. I don't remember it having streaming capabilities, meaning it allowed us to actually stream content off of it, because that could still happen if you want to just run it straight off, but not necessarily off your PC. So let me see here. So um, yeah, do not disturb, clear memory, uh, turn off screen, casting, settings, brightness. Uh, we have voice changer, timer, and then troll the trigger configuring. No, unfortunately, yeah, not even, no streaming even on, in the built-in app. Uh, that would have been a nice, again, that would have been a nice feature, but I, we have to kind of also expect what we're looking here, right? Uh, Poco is trying to still hold true to their message, right? They're trying to give us an experience at not at a very expensive price, but still give you like a lot of cool features. So we got the HN1. They decided to go straight for the HN1. And I feel like a lot of their, a lot of the flagship, well, they go back. So a lot of the, like the Black Shark, Poco, Xiaomi's for the gaming experience, they've been sticking to the 870, a two, ver two generation old, well, technically a one generation old, that essentially is the 865 from two years ago, overclocked. But with the Poco F4 GT, they went straight over the 888 into the 8 Gen 1. So again, it's a very interesting approach to wait for Poco to go in and still providing it at a sub 500 or 500 euros uh, experience. Now, just for currency conversions to the US market, that'll be a little bit over about maybe between 500 and 550 or so uh, when it comes down to converting it to uh, US dollars, but still a very reasonable price. And technically even maybe competing with Red Magic in that pricing. I think that's what they're trying to do. So, but I understand it. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It would have been a great streaming uh, device to plug it in straight into your PC. You capture the content, you post it over on Twitch, and you're able to add cameras and experiences and a whole bunch of different things. That has to still come. Um, one of the other things I, I was very interested, well, I, at the time I was very interested to see how they were implementing it. Uh, but they said that there was LEDs and there was some RGB stuff in there. And unfortunately, it's pretty much sitting all in the camera stack, like all of the RGB. There's two strips that are going pair, um, kind of like V-shape, uh, but they're more pointing to each other here. So they're kind of like down here, down there. 
And um, it doesn't really work very consistently. And what I mean by that is it's really more um, like for gaming and so on, like for adding those those uh, aesthetics, it doesn't really work as well. I was hoping for it to be more consistent. Like I'm playing games and so on. I want it to pulsate, kind of like what we get with Red Magic or even ROG. So again, hopefully, hoping some updates will push that and get us some more functionalities there and maybe make it a little bit more consistent. But it, again, it has the very good base for that. Um, I just, again, wanted a little bit more. But we'll have to see how that goes a little bit more here. Um, uh, Jeffrey Riley's in there. Sorry, TK. Oh, here. Um, TK, can you please uh, try and see if the Best of Our Week podcast can be a bit er um, um, earlier for us UK folks? So I've been trying to talk to, to one to try to figure out timing. The, the, the concern that we have is, well, I'll take that back. I know that on Sat uh, on Friday mornings, it, it typically works much better for people than it does on Thursday night because, again, the UK, the timing in the UK, the timing in most other places. So I want to see maybe possibly trying to see if we can move it up to, uh, to Friday morning. I feel like that that would be a better timing. My worry about this, and this is just, again, more of a personal thing, I think, on my end. Sometimes I have, I, I don't know if you guys know, so I have a typical nine to five, right? So there may end up being some conflict of timing with me and being able to do a live stream on those. Every other Friday, I am okay with it, but there are Fridays that I do have to work and then that typically kind of puts me in a weird spot. So I'm going to talk to Juan and see what we can do about trying to make it a little bit more functional, but I, I definitely will take your recommendation. And we we notice, we notice more people are able to join us on, th on Friday mornings uh, than it is on Thursday night, but I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. I appreciate it. Um, Yes. Okay. So I think we were back. I understand. <laughs> Barry Johnson. Hey, man. Hope you're doing well. Uh, Michael Peppertech is jumping in. I wonder if the hardware limitation um, as far as video uh, for video out. Uh, curious why Google does the same thing on their Pixel devices with native desktop mode being part of Android and the cut for a couple of years. And it's just, it's been a shame. And I, I think just to reference Michael's uh, statement, he's referencing essentially is like, why don't we have video out on, on this? And why does video not, not why does Google not provide us video out on Pixel devices, even though they're developing in their own software a desktop experience that other companies can actually showcase? And the weird part about it is I, I don't think Google has actually even ever since the initial announcement or what we first originally heard about, Google doesn't really even make it. We have um, Google I.O. coming up in a few weeks. I'm hoping we'll hear some more about desktop mode. I mean, we knew that uh, Android 12L was trying to get Android to be more um, conducive, better supporting larger display format, uh, foldables. Where there's rumors, of course, of the Pixel folding or the Pixel fold uh, coming out at some point, or maybe in renders or even in prototypes this year. So I think it's once we start seeing that type of functionality, I, it begs the question of. Does it make sense for us to have a desktop experience, an independent desktop experience built into Android, or does it make sense to have something the way we have it on Chrome OS right now? Chrome OS supports Android apps. They have access to the Play Store, and they also have access to applications from the Play Store to run on our Chromebooks. Why not have it the same? Why not allow us to have desktop mode on our phones based on Chrome OS, like a maybe a simplified version or a smaller version of Chrome OS in more of a simple form. But when you plug it into a display, as opposed to running, you know, Dex or whatever, you're able to launch, you know, Chrome OS and it just runs and it runs like a, a portable Chromebook. And then that becomes more functional. I feel like that makes it a little bit better um, as, as far as a, a synergy between the two ecosystems, right? 
the phone that runs Android can run Chrome OS as a desktop experience, and the Chromebook that runs Chrome OS can run Android apps as a mobile experience. Because again, both Chrome OS as well as Android are intended to be on mobile devices, laptops, uh, different things, obviously different smartphones. So in a little bit of more expansion to what Michael was saying, I would love to be able to see that type of synergy between the two different divisions of Google, because it seems like it's going one way right now, and we just need to have it reciprocate back into uh, the uh, the experience over there. So, but yeah, I, I agree with you on that one very much. Um, uh, where is it? Okay, Chemi's jumping back here. Um, some some devices with the same SOC have video output and some don't. Um, so basically, uh, fees or something, uh, not even Huawei is having uh, the same current SOC doesn't share uh, features between devices. So it's, it's not a hardware, um, sorry, I take that back. The limitation isn't on the SOC. It's a limitation on the hardware built into it. It actually has to have hardware supporting output, video output, to be able to allow video to go through that port. So it's not as typical. Uh, it's it's intentionally done. Let's just say that. It's going to be something that, let's say, you know, like Oppo and OnePlus do that. You plug it in, it automatically works. Uh, but not on all of their devices, like the Nord doesn't have it, but I'm saying is like OnePlus devices do. And um, the SOC itself can function, well, can help support a smoother experience, but it's not going to be always in that situation. Now, converse that over on Kirin, what you're referring to Huawei. Now, Huawei is at least on the P50 Pro. That one's running a Qualcomm, you know, the 888 4G, uh, and it supports video output. It also supports desktop mode. There's a whole bunch of functional things that I really like about that. I think it's an intentional feature that the company have to actually add in. Google has, has, hasn't has had ex expandable storage and has not had um, USB out, uh, video out on USB on, on their Pixel devices. And this is, again, this is something that needs to change for them to truly make that desktop experience, that larger format display functionality on, um, on Android be more uh, adopted. Um, you know, Samsung incorporates this feature, but again, now it sounds like more like a an OEM-based feature than it is Android, or at least, uh, you know, something that Google can definitely showcase for us. Uh, the 865 and the 870 are still amazing SOCs. Sorry, this is uh, Antonio Luis. Um, I was using the 865 over my 888 for my mobile uh, Fortnite fix. It, for for sure, there is a big difference when it comes down to um, you know heat proje uh, heat production and heat dissipation issues uh, that you get with the 888 when you go down to the 865. And the 865, don't get me wrong, is still more powerful than what we mo what most of us need from a computing power. I want to be very clear that that not. I mean, computing power is one function, and but there's also the other functionalities, the other features that we get with generational upgrades, you know, like the triple ISP, the triple ISP concurrent streams on the 8 Gen 1, um, up to uh, three different 64 megapixel cameras at the same one running the feed into your camera uh, from them directly into the display. Uh, so those are things that we can definitely see the, the specific, you know, uh, feature added that may be appealing to you. But from a gaming experience, from Fortnite, most of anything where you're using just the speakers, the display, and the processor, and the RAM, and the storage, and of course the battery stuff, all of that, it, we've been perfectly fine since the 855. The 865 is great. The 870 was definitely is still a great opportunity or an option. And what I would appreciate isn't necessarily just a faster processor, but a better thought out experience. Like seriously, having Poco remove the not remove move the ping the pin connectors for the battery from the top to the bottom that just that little it, this uh, design change removed a good part of the heat that you get there i mean we don't have hs power control but this is short this is as close as we can get on hardware compatibility compatibility and it does actually contribute for um, at least take away from some of that overheating that you get when you're playing games for an extended amount of time you know 120 frames per second display uh, and you're playing a game and you know you're using brightness on the display 
obviously speakers and everything, you're going to draw a lot of power and that will generate heat. And it's typically around the connectors uh, as well as the battery cell itself. So definitely something that's very nice. Uh, let me say a greeting, everyone. Farhan is in there as well. Awesome, Greg, NYC. Da, da, da. Um, Antonio Luis jumping back in. Um, I still don't have my agent. Uh, I still don't have an agent one. Um, it doesn't have, uh, it doesn't have any cooling fans. I don't know wh how well it would be compared, uh, to let's say an 865. So yeah, I think red magic is about the only one that has built in cooling fans, but I'm imagining at some point or another, there'll be some accessories. Like I think the ROG doesn't have cooling fans built in, but they have docks now with like the ROG phone five last year that they did that, that allows you to cool the back. Uh, but you can, just for reference, technically get the one from Red Magic and use it um, on the Poco. The only thing I would probably say is because of the way the configurations are done here. So you have one button here, one button here, and one button here. So I have three buttons, and whatever cooler you put has to be kind of in between these two, the trigger release button and the power button fingerprint sensor. On the bottom, you have a power volume rocker that's in the center. So if you think about it, uh, let me just go ahead and bring this out. So you have one button, two, three, four, five, and then six. And you also have to kind of keep those in mind when you're trying to use them or when you're trying to make sure that they work well. Um, oh, here, Jimmy jumping back is, um, um, and as I haven't gotten, uh, to haven't, haven't had to listen uh, to it in about four weeks, uh, four, four, four to six weeks, the UK folks, uh, Freedom, Freedom Morning uh, would be a bit better for probably, okay, so I think this he's referencing another another show that goes on um, in there as well. Dominic, hey man, good morning, Sabaho, hope you're doing well. Um, here um i should receive an email from samsung i sorry i should have i should receive an email from samsung two days ago before my birthday today uh the exclusive deals of samsung products uh for that's good i'm glad that they uh they do offer that i've never received an email online uh from when i usually put in order so i don't i guess some they do it in different areas but not uh not others uh let me double check here see da, 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 farhan um, heck yeah, even Sony can put uh, <laughs> can put it on the Xperia 10 Mark III, uh, which is totally normal mid-range uh, smartphone. Again, Sony's definitely focusing on, um, like, it's a weird way to explain it, but they're really focusing on meeting the expectations of the users. And at the end of the day, like, if somebody says, you know, in the first generation of the, uh, the Xperia, the fingerprint sensor wasn't the best. They fixed it as best as they could with software. But in generation two, they became very stable and very good. Um, video output is definitely something that you want to enjoy. Gaming with a larger, more um, conducive format on a phone that gives you the ability of seeing more of the screen, even if your fingers are on the screen, even better. Um, would I love to see Sony add triggers on their phones? I'm not going to lie. I would love it. They technically have one, right? They have one right now that sits on the uh, the camera bump on the uh, on the side here. Hold on. Let me, let me grab. Where is my Xperia? So finally, the Pro Eye uh, did receive Android 12 update. And uh, one thing to mention, so here, so the Pro Eye has four buttons. There's the trigger button that launches our camera. You press and hold that. It opens up the camera application. Then I have a little button here next to that that opens up the Video Pro application. It also gives me the ability to start straight into video on there. Then we have the volume rocker, and then we have the power button, the fingerprint sensor. And then, of course, on the bottom, nothing. Uh, the rail configuration here on this, I just started the video for no reason. Did not mean to start it, and it, it isn't. It's a really good functional thing. So Sony has buttons, but it just they may. I'm hoping maybe they can give us customizations, or maybe we can remap them uh, using some apps uh, easily. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, the Mark III in there. Uh, let me see here. I think video out uh, has to do with the USB-C port and it has to be a USB 3.0. Uh, it's not just a generational. We've had USB video, uh, we've had USB video out uh, prior to USB 3. So it's it's definitely a piece of hardware that is in there that has to, it's a hardware configuration. It's not always software. Let's just say that. Uh, and that's the limitation, one of the things there. Uh, okay, let me see here. Uh, there is, okay, I'm not sure what that icon is. I can't tell what the icon is, Golan, uh, about the Honor Magic 4 series with the in the global market. So I saw a tweet uh, from a gentleman named Brandon in the UK, and I think Dan was the one who was commenting on it. And it seems like some people are starting to get the Magic 4. I don't have it yet. Uh, I wish I, I have it. If I did, I would definitely be sharing Um so I got a chance to see that at the at the launch event at MWC. It, it looks a very like a promising phone. Uh, from spending literally twenty minutes with it, playing with the cameras, it looks really decent. Some decent um, range on the zoom, if you, if that's uh, an appealing thing. But it was also uh, also the the format of the phone, the large uh, you know the large setup of cameras on the back, uh, and of course the large display. So I'm looking forward to checking that out. Um, I did reach out to Honor while we were at MWC, and I hopefully they'll be able to circle back with us. Uh, but yeah, keep it. Hopefully, uh, if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably going to be seeing some pictures of people posting about it. Uh, at least I saw one person posting about it on Twitter, but I haven't seen any videos. I don't know if you have uh, yet, but should be very soon. I, I don't imagine it being too long uh, from now. Ooh, here. Sorry, one quick. Uh, so Farhan is jumping in. I love what Oppo's uh, what Oppo did with the Find X5 Pro. It made a proprietary solution that is brilliant idea to give a casing active cooling. So uh, what what Farhan is talking about is specifically this one. Let's see. Can we get? Nope. Sony is not happy with me here. Okay. I'm gonna have to launch this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, this this is like sometimes it works. Like it's weird because we're not recording video. Sony does not do, uh, does not activate tracking. Look, active tracking, uh, which is super super nice and very very stable when you are in uh, preview mode. And for that matter, and what ends up happening is I have to connect remotely into it and end up doing something like this. So this is what uh, this is what Farhan's talking about. This is the ice case or basically the glacier mat that it, it's really a very nice function uh, that they added here. It, and it works. It works. I'm, I'm trying to work up, uh, finish up my stuff on this. I'm going to be reviewing this with the Inco, uh, uh, the Inco X2 um, uh, buds that they sent me as well. So the case itself is... If you, you know, you can see here, it's very um, like flexible and there is a material here here you are. And you can see here, there's like an actual pocket. You can see how like the ripple effect, it's not a smooth experience. That's what actually sticks to the back of the phone and it dissipates the heat from the phone. And what I liked about it is when you're playing games with it, it actually helps drop about seven or eight uh, degrees on the temperature on the back and it actually helps radiate it out. You can feel the temperature, but it doesn't actually, it's not as hot, like typically what we see with the HN1 or the 888. So I appreciate what they're trying to do that. Uh, top that off with the fact on the ceramic back also provides better heat dissipation. It really kind of imp improves it. So we want to see more first party accessories because at the end of the day, they're going to perform the best. They're made for our phones and they also work with the aesthetics of what the phone kind of looks like. Um, a little bit of a teaser on Monday. You guys are probably will see this video go up live. Um, I finally got a glass protector for the Find X5 Pro, but surprising, surprise, surprise, surprise. It's the same glass protector on the, uh, you know, 10 Pro, the OnePlus 10 Pro. Uh, so that video will be up going up Monday morning. I used the same kit. It, 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 there's a little bit of a kink in there, and I'll explain that on Monday. But yeah, for sure. Uh, it'll be very nice to see how that kind of goes. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see how that kind of goes. Okay, here. 
Uh, oh, sorry. I was talking about the best of our week when you were uh, responding to my comment uh, about five to six minutes ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate it. Yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. Um, yeah, Sony, they're, they're only, I think, uh, I think that users uh, were in 2022. We'll see how things, uh, we'll see how, I want to see how Sony kind of approaches 2022. They've been on a steady rise and and success and uh, showing profit in their mobile division, uh, especially with their devices. They're and, and I think a big part of that is a smaller batch buildup and market prioritization and focusing on the products and when they're releasing them. So we saw that last year the the One Mark Two and sorry the One Mark Three came out more in like around the end of August September. The Five Mark Three came out much later. Now they still got them across the market, but they prioritized China, Europe before coming into the U.S. market. And I think it, it was primarily on what they were expecting on the usage and the buy and the people that are going to buy them. So at the end of the day. Sony is really focusing on what they like and what users like. Year over year, we get better improvements, and we'll we'll have to see. Uh, rumors are going around. Uh, there's some some rumors saying that basically Sony is using an old design, and some rumors talking about you know Sony is going to be uh, you know trying to put in a higher megapixel camera and so on. At the end of the day, as long as it's doing its job right, this is my main concern. Putting a high megapixel sensor on a phone. And I'm not trying to put this down. This is going to be a very much just, again, more specifically what I'm trying to explain to you. Putting a 64 megapixel camera on a device that runs the 695. The 695 as a processor does not shoot 4K. 695, the best that you're going to get out of that is 1080p on both the front and the back. And it's a limitation of the processor, not the sensor. Now, you're still going to get a really good camera experience from the 64 megapixel camera taking pictures. That's going to be a benefit there. But from the high megapixel camera sensor on a phone that can't shoot that, it's a weird situation because then you're 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 kind of playing a little bit into the the uh, I will say um, like the marketing part of it, you know, because it sounds like it's better. But when you get down to video, you're still going to get the best video out of the 64 megapixel sensor. You're still going to get some of the best pictures there, but you're not going to get 4K. And that that's something that you want to keep in mind at, at the at the Snapdragon 6 series, the 695, it still doesn't have that feature. And I'm hoping maybe a next generation of that, um, they may add, let's say, 4K30 at least. Because I feel like that's something that I would appreciate a little bit more as well. Because I think that at least gives you flexibility in format. You know, shoot in 4K30, but then produce and maybe edit and post on your social media in 1080. It's still going to be much better experience at the end of the day. Uh, let me see here. Antonio is jumping back with, um, I feel like Sony's, uh, sorry, uh, picking up the enthusiast fans, uh, fan base, uh, that other companies are just stopped caring about, uh, basically. And they're the only thing about it is the pricing on things. Is that what you're saying? Um, you know what? Uh, somebody should have put a comment saying, take it, you're out of focus. Oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, please don't say it in that accent. Cause that would be funny. Um, yeah, no, I, I think I'm totally with you on that one. It is. You're right. Uh, Anything that is related to enthusiasts, headphone jack, uh, good headphone jack, SD card, stereo speakers, 360 audio, um, you know, 4K display, 120 frames per second of 4K display, uh, display, a whole bunch of different functionalities in there. HS power control. Um, again, seriously, if they add triggers on this thing, it just would have blown everything out of the water. It's a great gaming phone. It's a great camera system, uh, triple camera setup with uh, technically two cameras in one when it comes down to the telephoto. Uh, and I want to see actually what they kind of do. Do Will they do, um, uh, yeah, if they do go with a bigger sensor, or let's say a better sensor, will they go the Pro-I side, right? Will they go to a higher megapixel, not a megapixel, but go into a much bigger, almost one inch sensor on their phone, even though it's still technically a 12 megapixel camera? Or would they you know, go to a higher, let's say uh, some of their more, 
uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the IMX 766 is one of their most popular sensors. That maybe it will be also something that they could use. Again, Sony provides, uh, I would say, 95% of camera experiences of most devices. It's all like majority of them are all IMX or Sony sensors. And, you know, it really would be nice for them to start show, uh, showcasing some of those big ones in there as well. Um, yeah, I, no, I figured I figured what you meant, Golan, was that, the, you know, anything in the news on, on that one. So I think that's where we're going there. Um, hey, Russ is in the chat. Good morning. Hope you're doing well. Uh, TK, uh, Sony should upgrade their selfie camera, uh, in my opinion. And also, they can um, add a longer zoom range uh, to enable 4K60 on lenses, on cameras, uh, and applications uh, that are that. Uh, okay, app, uh, not the dedicated one. So the front-facing camera, I, I'm with you. I'm a little bit torn in between that, right? Because on one side, I feel like Sony is just, not that they don't care about the camera. It's, they're just wanting you to sit. Sorry, they just want you to live with the main sensors on the back. Um, I think it would definitely be something that is due by now. At least, you know, we're overdue for a sensor upgrade. Uh, OnePlus even upgraded their front-facing camera from this from the 16 megapixel camera that they've used for so many years to a 32 megapixel camera on the OnePlus 10 Pro. So yes, I definitely would think that that would be something that they should do. Um, having the ability of doing uh, 4K 60 uh, on more than just the main lens, I think it's also something that we need. We would need more flexibility, more functional. You know, like add more functions into the phone. And um, my hope is that even if they do that with the new generation of the new Xperia One. I'm hoping that they bring it back also to some of the earlier generation. The 888 or the 865 could definitely benefit from having more functions added to the other sensors. But it depends also on the configuration. I'm not sure if it's specifically hardware. Uh, but yeah, every company, for some reason, whenever you hear features, like the, the biggest features that they talk about, it's typically talking about the main sensor and the main sensor only. Um, and it's mostly because even if the sensor, like the the ultra wide, is is a higher megapixel count, it still doesn't get some of the uh, some of the love that the main sensor does. So I'm with you. Get us, give us more functional fun series or services, or you know, uh, on other on other versions of the phone. Uh, Jimmy Fire Dragon is 500, uh, 759 in the UK. I'm not sure which phone that is, but we'll see here. Hey, purposely gaming. Okay, <laughs> Matt is here with us. Uh, Matt, I hope you're doing well. You should be on vacation, man. Enjoy your time with the fam and hope you have fun. I hope you have fun, man. Uh, see <laughs> Timo Marfin Jacob. So, yeah, um, dude, uh, okay, so first and foremost, I'll say this. Um, I have a couple of videos that are going to be coming up, not next, maybe next week or so. And I, I need to figure out the, the the embargoes and stuff. So let's just say that um, I was able to capture a lot of that content on some some decent hardware, um, and uh, it's, it's something that unfortunately I can't talk about right now. But I'll say this: um, it was so much fun being there and cheering him, being part of Team Omar, being there and, and being making sure that he's able to be, uh, you know, to to have him uh, basically ready to do whatever he can. He did actually quite well uh, in a couple of races. He uh, he came in second, but his numbers were always improving. So it uh, you always compete with yourself in swimming as well as competing with everybody else. But whenever you finish a, a like I say a swim, you go up and they'll give you your score, your timing, your predicted timing for the uh, for the for the actual event that you just finished, as well as what was the best score that you've had in the past. And he's been consistently kind of actually beating his score. Uh, the only difference that they did for us this year, which or this event, which is different, is typically when you go to swim meets or swim meetings, the pool, uh, they usually use the pool as, as a across the pool. We don't go the length of the pool. So it's usually a 25-yard uh, swim. So you go 25-yard, come back 25. So if you're doing a 50, you go back and forth. If you're doing 100, you do back and forth, back and forth. This time, they did the length of the pool, which was 50 yards. And that ended up being basically where it was just one back, you know, either one go and one back. 
and it's a different experience. So in that, in some of the areas where his numbers kind of went up a little bit, uh, I think it was due to the fact that it's a different size type of a pool, and also the fact that the there is not an in, uh, there's not as many push offs from the wall, and that typically adds a little bit of boost. I know it's a lot of technical data there, but when you start kind of looking at numbers and how do you compare, you know, what is apples and oranges and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, I'll say that it looks and it worked. You know, it, he's been doing great. Big, big supporter. Very proud of the guy. Um, and uh, we have so we have now typically once a month uh, we have a swim meet uh, that typically will happen. So we'll have to see how that kind of keeps going on with the uh, with the live stream on the weekends. So Finn Jacob, Team Omar, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Matt's kicking it with us. Uh, Dominic TK. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I take okay, take that back. Take that back. Okay. So you guys did see it. I just wasn't up to date on the on the chat. It's a because I ended up doing it as a, as a manual focus. So here, like you can see here, if I focus on different areas, the lens that I'm using, the new lens that I get uh, got here is it's a 35 millimeter at f 1.4. So for any camera geeks that are on here, this is, uh, for the lack of a better term, this is so razor sharp. It, it's so nice for for like bringing in light and really good for low light. Uh, but from the defocusing, you can see here, the defocusing behind me is like crazy good. And that's the level of, uh, you know, bokeh that you get in here. But the big thing about it though, is it is so sharp that the plane, the, uh, the active plane where it actually keeps me in focus, even if I just move focus to here, I just drop out of focus entirely. Like I can pretty much just be, you know, like, Hey, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, and if we bring it into the road, it's a little bit closer because it's closer to my face. And then, of course, I tap back on my face. But if I really want to go geeky, I can just go back there and just give you the focus to the back. Uh, it's very nice. It just um... <laughs> thank you, Dominic. I appreciate that. Uh, the mic looks great. <laughs> Welcome back to the mic show. This is TK, your host. We're going to kick it big time. Um, I don't want to go too long before talking a little bit more about this. We are going to talk about the, obviously how, how we're going to do the giveaway for the, for the phone. Um, I'll give you, I'm going to give you some hints here and I'm going to kind of culminize it a little bit more around the end. So you guys can get some information in there. Um, I will say that um, at the, um, it's going to end up becoming, it's, it's going to be based on what Matt gave me a heads up on, which I think is a great way to do it. Uh, it's really hard to be able to pick it straight from a live conversation, but I also want to give people a couple of days or so. Um, a little bit of background, um, Eid for Ramadan, it's the end of the month of Ramadan, and we typically celebrate for three days. So it's a three-day celebration that we end up doing. And the beautiful part about it is that it basically gives me three days to give you guys an ability of entering into this. So just keep that in mind, and we'll talk a little bit more about that um, uh at the end of the at the end of the show, how you be able to kind of uh, get that in there, uh, but yeah, I'm not forgetting about you guys. Uh, just to kind of give you guys also kind of a <laughs> so uh, the the nine is um, a very nice uh, device. It's powered surprisingly by the 695, the same processor we saw on the Nord. Uh, it has 120 hertz display, which is definitely much uh, much faster display. And uh, what we get there, we have a 5,000 milliampere battery, and of course, we also have a 64 similar 64 megapixel camera sensor on the back. It comes with the charger, and it also comes with a clear case that is included, the SIM removal tool. Let's go ahead and show you guys what the, the device looks like on the back. Sorry, here, and let's, ah, nope. fingerprints. Uh, that's one thing I will say. It is uh, very, very prone to fingerprints, but I do not want to disappoint. I want to make sure you guys see what I'm talking about here. So here we are. This is the Realme 9 Pro. It is an unlocked version. It's a 5D capable uh, with the Snapdragon 695. Uh, we have triple camera setup on the back and of course, front facing camera, large display, and a very nice large battery as well. 
The charger is included in the box, so you guess you're not going to be <laughs> having to look for that. And it also does include a USB-A to USB-C cable to be able to charge the phone. So whomever ends up becoming the winner, I will make sure to get that phone to you. And we will basically, uh, the only thing I will say this, I'll be responsible for packaging, shipping, and paying the shipping for the sh uh, for the phone. But one thing I won't be able to cover, unfortunately, and you need to kind of be, uh, be okay with that, is if there end up being any import taxes to your location, um, that will end up being something that you need to be uh, you need to be aware of. If there isn't any, I, I don't think it will. The phone shouldn't be uh, too expensive, or the if there is any kind of import fee, it should not be too expensive. But it's going to depend on the countries that you're in. So just be aware. And I, I don't want you guys to be surprised at the end. That, that that's about my only thing. Uh, but most of the time, you may not even have to put, worry about it. If there is, just be aware. Um, okay. The Oppo is doing such a good job at the moment. Yeah, no, uh, Matt's taking a vacation with Oppo. So yeah, uh, it's not sponsored by Oppo, but it is definitely a good, really, really good phone um, for cameras and experience and everything. And I think really, I have a very, a very interesting um, liking now to uh, a black and white on, uh, on on the back of the phones. Like I want, I, I want to get more devices like that. Um, the one thing I will say though, on the, on the Poco, this I really, really would have loved the Poco edition one, the black and orange, the black and yellow version of it, because to me, that's like true and true. I mean, it, it, the color scheme is really nice. I actually, I may check with the uh, extreme skins once uh, Matt gets back um, and see, maybe we can get a, a nice custom skin uh, for the uh, F4 GT. That'll be really nice because I think it's, it's sold in the, in the UK. Uh, have to check the reply later. Uh, hope you uh, hope you're always doing okay, TK. Uh, very wonderful Saturday. Thank you very much, Javier Hidalgo. Javier uh, is just jumping in, and saying hi. Uh, Sub Zero kicking it with us. Uh, let me see here. I think I'm a little bit. Hold on. We, the comments are at 10:07, and well, we're not that bad. We're about seven minutes behind. Um, then uh, <laughs> there's been blue skies. Yeah, man. Always, always. You guys having way too much fun. Uh, we're all back in. Uh, we're all back in the, uh, the holiday park, relaxing uh, <laughs> before the night activities. Before uh, you know, obviously everything going to top. Oh my God, it, it's absolutely a lot of fun. Glad to hear that, TK. Appreciate it, man. Uh, okay, here. Oh, uh, right. Uh, the Ramadan still. <laughs> this Ramadan still going. Uh, mad respect for everybody practicing it, uh, and I don't think it, it, it could do it myself. It's a little bit hard. I, I'll say this: it's more daunting than it actually is. And the reason I say this is it's a lot of a lot of the things that we always think that we can't do once we try at it. And even if we don't make it like we don't make it right the first time you that that um, that buildup that we have in our mind kind of goes. Uh, if you if you've ever heard of this thing called OMAD, OK, it's one meal a day. OK, it's it's a type of fasting that or intermittent fasting that some people do to either, you know, drop weight or even weight loss. But also bodybuilders and weightlifters do it as we also want to be able to kind of get into a specific weight. And essentially what it means is you're eating one meal a day, one meal a day ends up becoming it's weird. But limiting the amount of intake of food into one meal, and I'm not trying to make it into a dietitian conversation here, um, helps you control some of that. So this is very similar to that. The only difference between this is that you just can't drink water during the day. And after the first two days, it seriously becomes a normal thing. I don't crave food. I don't look for food. And I don't, my hand doesn't go reaching for food anymore. Um, and it's a weird thing because after two or three weeks, it becomes a norm. And now that Ramadan is almost over, I'm actually in a weird way and anxious because I'm going to actually miss it. So it's something that, you know, it, like I said, it's, uh, it is absolutely, uh, uh, obviously a thing that, you know, some people do. Um, uh, and it is something that is, again, I, I really appreciate the opportunity being able to go through it. And once it's over, we'll celebrate. So absolutely. Yeah. 
uh, it goes for about 30 days. So uh, that's roughly why it's still going. Uh, but this is going to be the last Sunday, actually, hopefully like the last day or maybe the day before the last uh, for the holiday as well. Um, definitely, uh, def <laughs> definitely, I can agree with TK. Um, I, I'm a Muslim as well, and it is not easy to control from, from doing things. Uh, we we don't do Ramadan far. It is. It is. It is. Um, it is fun. Uh, I'll say this: it's enjoyable to see or to be part of a group that you're able to do across the world. And it doesn't matter where you're from. You could be from the U.S., from uh, from India, from Lebanon, from anywhere, even Europe. Um, you're doing something that you're able to, you know, it's unification across the whole world. So it's amazing. And also it's super nice that um, it's as a community to be able to grow. And again, I just, you guys know this every year, it kind of happens uh, in the summer month. It gets pretty a little bit hard because at least here for us in the U.S., sunsets like around 830 at night. And right now this year was actually kind of nice. We started our beginning around seven, seven something. And now we're at 739, I think the last day tomorrow. And it's going to be nice. It's going to be really, really good. Uh, I'm <laughs> okay. So Dan, uh, sorry, Matt, Matt's out of there. Appreciate it, uh, Matt, but yeah, make sure to, uh, check the, uh, the, um, around the end of the show when you come back, uh, Matt, then you'll be able to hear it. So again, it'll be also in the, uh, in the live, not the live stream in the audio podcast later on. Um, but let's go ahead and switch over a little bit of, uh, switch over the gears over on the, uh, the Nord. So initially when I first posted a picture or at least when we first posted uh, the render images of what the Nord was supposed to look like, um, the initial uh, comments that I got a lot of people saying that, hey, man, this looks like an iPhone. This looks too much like an iPhone. I get it. I know it, it's that um, it's the slate, the slate function. Let's go and get that into focus. It's uh, it's a similar shape to whoop, let's go and grab this guy. Uh, it's a similar shape to what the iPhone looks like. And of course, the camera bumps on the top. If you had a third circular battery camera module, it would pretty much look like it was the, the Apple uh, logo. And I think this was well, intentionally done for aesthetics. But the phone actually feels really nice. It's not so heavy. It's actually very decent. It's a 4,500 milliampere battery, 33-watt charger, in-display fingerprint sensor with a 6.43-inch display. Now, the reason why I'm saying this specifications is because those are great things. Headphone jack, actually decent headphone jack on the bottom. Um, and of course, we have the expandable storage. So we have a single SIM expandable storage in the locked version. They, uh, OnePlus did mention that um, right now it's only sold on T-Mobile and Metro. But in a at some point in the near future, it's going to be sold on OnePlus's website as an unlocked model. So OnePlus, uh, sorry, OnePlus's website, Amazon and Best Buy will have the unlocked version of this. I'm not sure, but it may end up being uh, the version of the phone that has uh, multiple uh, SIM card support. But right now, single SIM with an SD card. Um, I think on paper, the way the phone is running right now works really nice. I like the camera features. I like the 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 price point that it came out at about two hundred and eighty two dollars. Really, really. They didn't try to hit sub three hundred by like putting it at two ninety nine, but it's a two eighty two, which is, I guess, on its own, it's an interesting number for them to hit. Like I don't know why two eighty two was the magic number, but at the end of the day, when you're looking at it from a smartphone, it's a good budget smartphone. The 695 processor is very capable. The 64 megapixel camera on the back is going to be the best camera. And you should live with that camera for the most part. Selfies, videos, anything you want to do, just do it there. The one thing I will say uh, that I wished would have been here because I, I'm hoping that we have, and not that I don't care about it, but I, I, I feel like 60 frames per second display should just be out at this point. I don't mind having them. I don't mind having devices that give us great experiences, but we've had, and we've been spoiled with 90 frames per second displays on sub or on mid range and, and like budget devices. Again, the, uh, the nine pro that we're giving here or that we're having for upgrade uh, for, for giveaway, it runs 120 Hertz refresh rate. So we are able to hit those numbers. 
Um, and I, I really like, I feel like 90 frames per second with stereo speakers would have made this a perfect device for the price that it's going. Maybe make it 300 bucks and give us those functionalities in there. The benefit that we're getting right now is that even though it doesn't have these, it still gives us a good experience. So those two things, you know, the refresh rate and the stereo speakers, I feel like would have been the two things that would have made this a super really good budget bank for the buck and literally the best bank for the buck experience smartphone that we have in the US. And I want to be specific to that because although the the uh, the Realme uh, 9 Pro is a great phone, we don't have access to it here. This is international model. You are able to use it in the US, but you're not going to get the 5G connectivity. Here, we're able to get 5G and we're also able to get pretty decent speeds on the 5G. And let me go ahead and just jump back into your speed test. If we can get that, uh, here we are. Uh -huh. And so, I mean, again, not the, not the fastest numbers in the world, but 321 mega, uh, megabits down and 15 up are crazy, crazy fast numbers uh, when it comes down to experiencing the processing power here. Um, the one thing also I will probably say is if you do end up picking up the Nord N20 uh, 5G, my recommendation is turn on performance mode in the settings and never turn it off. Don't worry about the battery. This is running a 1080p display. It's a 60 frames per second display. It's not going to drill. It's not going to drain the battery massively. I think it'll give you a much better, much smoother experience on, uh, on Oxygen OS. And I think maybe one or two updates may fix it. But right now in the current state that I have, it is the, uh, the main thing that you want to keep in mind is just make sure that you understand how that kind of works. So turn on performance mode. The phone flies very nice. And it almost feels like a 765 type of an experience as opposed to a 695. That six to seven series jump is is very smooth experience. And OnePlus definitely delivers on that. Um, but for me, again, uh, I love the fact that it is that it exists. I fa the fact that OnePlus is still producing devices in this price range um, in the U.S. and giving us some more options. And there are different variants of this. So just for reference, even though it may not be called the Nord uh, N200 or the N20, um, it's uh, it's available in different format across the world, and it is going to be available unlocked very soon, uh, for sure. Let me see here. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I left Matt's comment <laughs> pinned. Uh, Finn, uh, see, see you, Matt. Uh, hope you're doing well. Take it easy, man. Uh, let me see here. Uh, good luck. Good luck, everyone. I'm glad you got, you could join this week. No, for sure. Uh, it looks like, it looks like a minion. Let's, let's bring it over here. Here, let's see. Can we do that? Yes. The minion edition. You know, now that you say that, uh, uh, this, <laughs> Oh my god! I never saw that. Like, okay, I, so don't get me wrong. I never look at the phone sideways, but you're right. It does look like a minion, the minion edition. Uh, my OnePlus had a minion edition without talking, without having a licensing for it. That'll be. No, I'm just kidding. That'll be funny. But that that's a good one, DT. I didn't catch it. Hope you're doing well. Nice to see you in the chat, man. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure about this. Sorry. Okay. So Farhan's jumping in. I'm not sure about this one. The Nord N20 is the same phone. It's currently in India called the CE2 Lite. So this is why I was trying to reference it. Sorry. I didn't see your comment, but yeah. So that's the other variant of it. It's the same phone, but they're calling it differently in different markets. Um, and I think the biggest difference about it is, again, it's, it's really trying to hit a price point. It's a tailored experience to hit a price. They wanted to keep it under 300 and actually quite a bit. It's about $18 under 300. Um, and and I'm back to being out of focus. Bam! That's how we do it. TK, you're out of focus. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Sorry. Uh, I got to remember the whole, every time I tap and bring it down, I got to refocus myself. Got to kind of come back into focus. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a, so for us, 
maybe I'll explain it a little bit better. In the U.S., we don't have a lot of competition in this market. There's a lot of NBNOs. There's a lot of uh, you know prepaid cellular services, and there's like a the the Revel and uh, some of the LG options that used to be able available for us. They used to be maybe like around the 150 to 200 devices. OnePlus in the past used to have the N. The, there is the N10 series and the N100. Uh, so we had an N10 and N100. This year, we're only seeing the N20 right now. So I don't know if we're going to get an N200 or an N250, because I think we had the N200 last year. But for that option, what we have right now, between the A53 from Samsung and the N, uh, the uh, the uh, the Nord, the Nord 2, uh, sorry, the, the Nord N20, you're getting a very similar experience. I still think that the A53 has a little bit more tricks up its sleeve, but the price point is close to each other. So this one's around 282 and the A53 is around like $400. So it's a jump up, but you definitely get more things there. Uh, we don't have a lot of options. So for us, this is a great solution for people that are looking to get a new phone, uh, a nice device. It is going to get one uh, software update to Android 12. It will also get two, uh, three years of security patch updates. And it is IP52 uh, rated on there. So it has some water and dust resistance. Not a lot, but definitely good for this price point. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Uh, but you're right. It, it's uh, Well, actually, I take that back. You in India, there's a lot more competition. That's the other thing that you want to keep in mind. There's a lot more competition for mid rangers, a lot more competitions for uh, budget as well as flagship experiences. So you're you definitely have a lot more options. You have you you get to pick more, and you have hopefully better selections to be able to do that. Uh, reminds me of the Moto Z2 Force. Oh my God. I remember the Z2 Force. I remember the attachments that we get there. Uh, I miss those, actually. Um, don't get me wrong. I love what the Moto Edge Plus uh, did, the 2022 edition does, and what it can do. But Moto Mods were um, like about five years ago. Okay, I want to say about four or five years ago. Uh, my family and I, we went on a cruise. Okay, we took, and I had with me the Z2 Force. I know like the reason why I'm mentioning this one. And I also had the Hasselblad. Um, camera module for it. And I was using it to take pictures and so on. Obviously, it wasn't the best experience. But from a zooming range experience at the time, I didn't have a lot of devices that had a great zoom uh, range with me. I don't think I brought my Huawei P20 Pro at the, at the time. Uh, but yeah, it was that type of experience that I really appreciated having uh, the modem mods and having different functionality. Like if I want to play, uh, turn it into a boombox, uh, you know, snap on boombox edition, put a kickstand and suddenly my phone is a boombox. Um, if I want to be able to use it, uh, you know, just as a, an expendable, uh, add extra, extra battery for longer usage, boom, you add the expert battery and it runs perfectly fine. It was great. Um, but yeah, unfortunately short-lived uh, in, in the way it was supposed to be doing. Uh, with the flash, I imagine uh, as a break... <laughs> <laughs> it also looks like a Furby. I didn't. Oh my God, we're getting into a Furby situation. Uh, Antonio Luis, thank you, thank you, Antonio. Sorry about that, TK. You're out of focus. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be the weird thing. Uh, TK, how better is the Dimensity 8100 than, um, uh, than the regular uh, than the regular one? Um, it's like an, an overclocked version. To, to my understanding, the 8100 it is supposed to be slightly overclocked, but with better optimizations for AI. So that thing behind me, and the reason why the screen went off. <laughs> It's because I decided to um, to be a little bit functional, I guess, in a weird way. So here, uh, okay, and we're gonna kick it up. Um, I ended up using the uh, the new Chromecast, the Google Chromecast, with um, with the Android TV um, as my <laughs> my video source or my uh, scrolling wallpaper in the background. Unfortunately, it doesn't stay in ambient mode or on for more than about 45 minutes to an hour. So at some point, the obviously on live streams, the screen will go dark. So I need to kind of bring it back. But it's nice that I have a way of controlling it here. And if I ever do get bored, I can just turn on a show and start watching a movie. You know, why not? Um, 
Okay, so uh, jumping with Aditya, right? What happened? The Sony is a champion autofocusing. Seems like uh, as like uh, as of late, especially today, is struggling to keep with the software. Maybe it's due. Maybe it needs a software patch. Uh, it's not a so. Here's the thing: uh, the Sony camera works perfectly and amazingly great at capturing and, and keeping people in focus once you are recording. The way we're using it for the live stream, I'm actually not recording on the camera. All I'm doing right now is using it as a live view. It's a preview. And in that mode, Sony doesn't activate all of the extra sensors and all the extra functionality, not sensors, but functionalities of autofocusing. So it does a great job when I'm in, in front of you guys. But the moment I put something in front of it, you notice right there, it doesn't see my face, but it's not focusing on the face. So what, what it kind of does, it, it just focuses on the face where I let it sit. So if I want to put my hand, I can bring it back. But if I let it go, well, again, now I did it right, but it, what it's been doing before, it's basically sitting on the road mic because it technically is right in front of me. So it comes to my face and it captures the mic. And as I move my face back and forth, I technically fall in and out of uh, focus. Um, I think maybe a fix would be just to turn on recording and just have it record the session. And then I'll have like spot on um, autofocusing the whole time. So in videos and all my videos that you guys see for me, it, I autofocusing is always amazing. It's because of, obviously it's a Sony. So I have it both on the top down and on this one. And I just realized this one's actually kind of a little bit peeking into here, like that little bit of a shadow that you guys see at the top. Uh, it's what's hiding behind the live, uh, the, the counter on my screen. That's why I usually don't see it. But yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, Antonio is jumping back. Um, I feel like the Nordline in the U.S. is more of a rebranding of the budget Opal phone uh, that any, if anything else, the N10 and the N20 are rebranded Opal phones. Uh, that's why uh, they have the SD card slot. So I want to agree. I don't want to disagree with you because I actually would you on that one. Absolutely. Um, if we saw the first Nord, the first Nord that got released in Europe, the Nord 1 and the Nord 2, both don't have SD card options because those were truly devices that OnePlus released. The rebranding one this is something that we see with, you know, Xiaomi does this really well with all of their subsidiary companies, you know, between, between, um, that like the Redmi series between the Poco, uh, between, I mean, I realize Poco is their own company, but I mean, in that sense, the Black Shark, as well as Xiaomi devices, we see a lot of part cycling between different things. You'll see some camera modules that are moved from one to the other, some features that are very similar to the other. And Oppo and OnePlus have been doing this for quite some time. The reason why I mentioned to you guys at the beginning that I installed a glass protector on my phone, and surprisingly, that this glass protector that, I'm installed, that I installed here is actually one that was made for the OnePlus 10 Pro. They've been doing it for quite some time. You're right. It is absolutely there. And, and it's, it is what Oppo is known for. They're very strong in that, but they don't have a way of coming to the market in the U.S. So coming in under the Nord brand with OnePlus is about as good as they can do it. Um, and honestly, I don't I don't have a problem with it as long as it actually is and it holds true to the experience. What I will say, as I said before, the the biggest thing that you want to be aware of here is I feel like the the the, the throttle management configuration that we have on the 695. I'm not saying that 695 is not a powerful processor, but it's not a powerful enough processor that when you limited, it stays as good. Like the 888, the 8 Gen 1, the 765, the 8, um, the Dimensity 8100. All of those uh, processors have uh, headroom. They're already more powerful than you needed them. And that headroom kind of just brings it down to reality. This one, I feel like you need to keep performance mode on so that it stays on exactly. Like, like I said, specifically, the speaker, dual speakers, and um, uh, the headphone jack. Sorry, the, the dual speakers and the, um, um, sorry, and the 90 hertz refresh rate were my two things on the Nord. But if I had to kind of put one more thing, but I, I, I really feel like they're going to fix this in the software, uh, it's the performance mode. But the reality is there was literally only two things I can pick on on this device. It's really a very solid performer, uh, rebranded or non-rebranded, again, present in different markets under different names. This is still going to do great.
And I think it's going to be a great phone. And it'll sell. This is the thing. Uh, and it seems like there's a lot of demand on that as well. So we'll have to, hopefully we'll see how that goes. Um, I still love the Moto Mods, uh, Moto Mod solution. I literally plug and play uh, without ever needing a Bluetooth or anything. It's 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 really nice. It's absolutely great. Uh, and they had a good design. I mean, they had a good um, system that they carried for a few years. It wasn't that they just didn't want it. Um, and then the Z4 series or the Z series kind of also fizzled. There's no more Z series anymore. So for sure. Uh, <laughs> Donald Mazzino, hey, hope you're doing well. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Tariq, Dominic, Greg, Aditya, appreciate it, man. Hope you guys are doing great. Uh, yeah, no, it, it's one of those weird situations that I think you just have to look at it in what it's there, what it's trying to do. And for those things, it does well. The stereo speakers for me was a big thing, mostly because I feel like at this day and age, it's not... I don't think it adds that much cost, but it does end up uh, basically changing the design. And, and if it is a rebranding, that could also be the reason why we didn't have it, because at the time it didn't have it before. Um, long story short, if you're looking for something in that price point, the two to three hundred dollars, it's really hard to, to, to pick anything else on uh, right now in the in the U.S. market. At least, you know, with the diff with the options that we have, uh, it's definitely more powerful than what we get with the Revel, uh, and it is definitely running a very solid performer. Uh, overall, I think the price point uh, is indicative of why we have the experience that we have right now. Uh, the other thing I also wanted to talk on, let me double check real quick. Okay. So with Android 13 kind of coming around the corner, we have the beta coming out. We're getting closer to seeing Android 13 and what they what we're able to do. Um, right now, um, I'm seeing a hit and miss depending on the people that are using it. For the for people that have updated to Android 13, some people are having some issues. Some people are not. Or some people are just able to use it normally. For me, it's been stable, not a lot of issues, and it also not a lot of cosmetic big differences for me. I feel like, and Juan and I talked about this on Thursday, Android 13 right now is the the refinement of what material you and the functionalities that we got with the new overhaul system from 11 to 12 did for us last year. 12L fixed Android 12 at the initial launch, and now 13 is basically becoming like more of a uh, more optimization, more feature set. So I'm not looking too much into over, you know, like earth shattering change that we saw last year. This would be too too much of a radical change for uh, for Google. It took them how long to be able to change the UI? I mean, they changed the term stock Android now to what we have now with Material U. Uh, one thing I, I will say here, let's just say it real quick. I love the fact, and of course Sony. Uh, I love the fact that you know the, the Sony took it uh, on themselves to give you the best experience with the least amount of customization on top of what Android 12 was doing. Really nice. Android 12 runs very nicely. It upgraded easily from Android 11. No hiccups, so no issues for me. Um, I don't think I, no, I haven't had even had to uninstall and reinstall a single app. So for me, it definitely works really nice. So it's it's big thing that I will probably say is if you have a Pixel and you have a device that is supported. Uh, just be aware that now with being on the beta, the good thing about it is you do you no longer need to unlock, uh, you know, uh, the device to be able to install it or sideload the uh, the uh, the developer preview, uh, the the one that it releases before. Now all you have to do is to go directly to the developer.android. Uh, I think it's developer.google.com, and sign up your phone as long as you're logged in with the right account and sign up the device that you have to be able to get the uh, the update. And it should update you directly into it. It'll be pushed as an OTA to your phone, and then you'll see it as an update saying Android 13. So you could try out the beta if you want to. I'll, although I'll say this, going backwards is not the same. You you just need to make sure to back up your data, reset the phone, reflash it back to Android uh, 12 if you want to be able to do that. So it's not hard. It doesn't, need, it doesn't even require you to know ADB or anything like that. You could do it all through the web tool. Um, you just need to have USB debugging and OEM unlock turned on on the phone, as well as unlocking the bootloader. Uh, so just 
Well, I'll then I take that back. Now you no longer need to unlock the bootloader. So it's just oh yeah, um, USB debugging at this point. Sorry, I was confusing the first method with the second method on that one. Donald, uh, have you have an extra flexibility on it? Uh, not not get negative users. Yeah, I think it's pretty much what it is. It's really more refinement kind of uh, kind of going on. Um, what else? We, what else was going on this week? I think if anything else. Um, there's a few things that are that I'm not able to talk about yet. I do apologize on that. There's a couple of devices that I'm working on that I can't talk about them yet. Um, and it's uh, it's really exciting for me to be able to you know kind of have like things that be able to share with you guys. But it's in the time of preparing and getting things kind of going on. Uh, and uh, it's, it's a little bit harder. Um, Juan and I are trying to work out on hopefully maybe doing a little bit more collaboration again in the near future. Oh, speaking of which, perfect. Uh, I totally forgot. I don't know how I forgot to start the show with it. Um, I finally got my car back, you know, out of the blue on Thursday night. I know I mentioned it on the, on the best of our week saying that, you know, um, the car was going to be in the shop till next Tuesday or so, but it seems like for some reason or another, after I spoke to the gentleman earlier in the day, apparently my battery, the replacement battery on my model three, not only came in, got installed overnight and they plugged it in and charged it. So they were working late in the afternoon to be able to get the battery running. And then I got a text message on Friday morning. I wake up and it's like, Hey, your car is ready. Come pick it up. Um, I didn't get a chance to pick it up till later in the afternoon, but the car, yes, the Model Three Goku is back in the in the house, um, and <laughs> I'm finally I'm finally back. I'm finally mobile. Uh, I've been kind of, for the most part, uh, not as mobile for the last three weeks, primarily because of not having my car, but also because I just don't really like. Um, I, I appreciate Uber and I like it, but I just having to in, in the area that I live in, there is not a lot of Uber drivers. So it, there, uh, the availability of drivers in the area, it makes it so that every time you want to get an Uber, it's about 20 to 25 minute wait. So it's, it, it's hard to make life decisions when you have to factor in a 30 minute buffer every single time because it takes away time from everything else. So I intended not to move too much. And if I did have to go places, I would try to walk sometimes if I can. Uh, but yeah, uh, the issue ended up being that my battery ended up being basically a, a bad battery or there was enough bad cells in the battery that every time I charged my car, um, and this happened around the 10 months, by the way, of owning the car, this happened at the beginning, but every time I charged my car, my car loses range. So some battery cells were dying every time I charged my car. So there was the issue there and they deemed that the battery needed to be replaced. So the entire battery on the bottom of the, uh, the, the car, which is like the size of a mattress, if you think about it, because just think about how like the bottom of the entire car, when you look at most cars, that's how big the battery is, uh, the battery pack is on a Tesla. And it's a 75 kilowatt battery uh, capacity battery. And essentially it's a flat that gets mounted on the bottom of the car. So it's a plug and play, uh, not as as simply as plug and play. There's, um, they told me they had to drain the coolant out of the car. So long story short, there is pretty. I'm glad that they did it. I'm glad, and and, and the range is is coming back. Uh, my 90% now is back to 316, which is what it should be. So always appreciate having um, having it having the car back. Uh, but you know what? I think that's going to be mostly it for the show. I let's go ahead and kind of just kind of tie it in. Um, so, uh, oh. <laughs> I like it. So Jeffrey said, uh, it's most, uh, sorry. Yeah. So, so I was going to say, uh, mostly stable for me as well. Um, I just have a few apps that would have normal padding and status bars and so on. It, yeah. It, like I said, it, it's a beta and it's expected to be able to, to kind of go in there. But for me overall, it's actually pretty decent. 
Um, Dominic is jumping back. How's Omar swimming? It's actually been going pretty well. Uh, he's been improving. The last uh, the swim meet that we had last weekend um, was very successful. It wasn't super hot, and it was really nice. Uh, he improved on some of his numbers. Uh, in another area, there was a little bit of a slowdown, but it was mostly because of the format of the the swimming. We were they were swimming on the lawn side of the pool as opposed to the cross, which uh, doesn't give you as many push offs from the wall, which typically also improves a few seconds on your time. So. Overall, I think it was like on his fifty on the on his fifty freestyle, he did um, 40, sec 40 seconds as opposed to thirty six, and that was purely because he didn't have a push off. Typically, fifty on a short run, you'd go one way and you come back, but on the long run, you just do it one way. So he's still, I think, it's still a very good uh, improvement, of course, as well. Um, Chemi's jumping back and, and kicking it with us. So, okay, let's do this. Um, I know the show is we, we just crossed about an hour, about an hour and 10 minutes. We're almost kind of at the at that magic time of the show. So let me go ahead and give you guys the it's a very easy way to to enter into this. Um I, I will say though one thing. Um you do need to be a subscriber. I do I do apologize for that. I realize you know it 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 it's in, in way of supporting the channel and obviously growing our community here on the Android Bay. Uh, but it's a simple request. Um I did say one thing uh, that you do need to leave a comment in the uh, in the chat. And the comment needs to be basically from you after the show is over because the chat in the video doesn't unfortunately count towards the show. Once the sh once the video is processed and you see it as a live a live video on um, uh, on YouTube, and this is how th this is the simple way. I just need you to leave a comment letting me know, and you don't have to answer the question now. You just need to leave that comment in there. Uh, how many things did I? Uh, how many concerns did I have about the Nord, the Nord N twenty? I mentioned it a couple of times. Okay, how many how many how many concerns did I have? And just a simple comment there with a subscription over on the Android Bay channel over here will be greatly appreciated, and I do I do appreciate that. Um, and the prize, as I mentioned to you guys at the beginning of the show, or already on on social media, which everybody kind of uh, matched with, is uh, it's going to be the Realme Nine Pro. This is it. I'm going to obviously uh, you know format it, get it ready for you guys, and take my uh, there's, take my information off of it. It's a very good, very pristine shaped device. It really is a super super nice. I will cover the shipping up to anywhere in it's international, so it's not limited to the US. Uh, but I will mention just specifically if there are any import taxes that are due to your uh, to the country that you are residing in, that will be something that you guys need to uh, be aware of. That uh, I am not covering that, but it shouldn't be too much. This is a, definitely a, a budget friendly smartphone. So overall, from a pricing standpoint, I think it's still going to be a really good uh, good deal. Um, and just leave a comment. And here's the kicker. Um, the period of entry for this is going to be very, uh, very concise. It's going to be basically by the end of Eid. Uh, now, depending on when Eid kicks in, it doesn't matter. So the video obviously is going up now. It's not going to wait till then. So you have from the end of the show all the way up to the last day of Eid. And just for definition, um, you're more than likely going to see me tweet about this. But the moment Eid is confirmed, so if let's say Eid is tomorrow, if it starts on Sunday, it's three days. So Monday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So by the end of day on Tuesday, that's the entry period. And then by Wednesday morning, I'll announce the winner. If Eid ends up becoming on Monday, then I'll be, and that just pushes it out one day, and I'll announce the, uh, the winner on Thursday because it'll be Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for the Eid, and then Thursday will be the day after we'll announce the winner. Simple enough. Let me know how many concerns that I have on the Nord N20. Um, so, um, <laughs> I love, I love, I love it when Aditya kind of calls it out. TK, you realize that you have more NDAs, embargoes, and, and it's not something to apologize for. And it's a matter of fact uh, that uh, more things that you have under embargo. That it, it, yeah, it's. Um, 
it keeps it keeps things going. It keeps things exciting. It keeps things that we're able to talk about that are really, really nice. And I think that's the biggest thing that I appreciate about it. it's the um, the trust that I get from companies and that we're able to learn, work with together, and, and of course cover things. So hopefully, as things go on and as I'm doing more things on my own now, obviously since I'm no longer part of the XDA uh, portion, uh, it it's also uh, really nice to see that companies are still, you know, working with us and, and keeping things going over there. So thank you to Poco. Uh, thank you to Realme and thank you to OnePlus for, for supporting us. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, I know that it, we are at that time of the show, the hashtag, the, the TK section part of the show, as we always do. Uh, if you're new to the show and you haven't checked it out before, make sure to, uh, obviously, uh, just check it out. You'll see it in the comments. Uh, I think Jimmy fire, uh, Jimmy and, uh, Jimmy kind of got us kicked off with that. Um, <laughs> Um, all I can say, Donald, is it's a style, right? Because at the end of the day, it's a concern. It's not a deal breaker, right? Does it make the phone like unusable? No. So it's a concern, but it's a concern, something that I feel like you should be aware that there are options on the market that maybe be able to provide that. And this may be something that you care about. Um, we've had so many opportunities to be able to get these features on other devices that if you're coming from another phone and you had that feature, I feel like this is something that you need to be aware of, but I don't ever... Uh, structure a video or a comment on a device in a it's broken unless it's flat out not just it's not going to work rarely ever do we get a phone that just is basically uh, blatantly just absolutely broken what we typically get is a, a tailored experience and we just need to be okay with that tailoring uh when we make our decision but yeah i'm, I'm with you on that one donald so uh yeah tkception hashtag tkception in the chat uh again don't forget Three days, it's basically the, the the period of entry is going to be starting after the show goes live. Leave a comment for me on the, on the video itself. Uh, again, just saying exactly how many concerns did I have. Uh, and when you get there, just uh, obviously, if you're supportive of the channel, I would love it if you guys are able to also support uh, support the channel subscribing. I'm sure all of you guys are already on there. Uh, but if you're able to share that as well, it would, uh, it would be really nice. But again, it's really intended to support people that show up for the show and kick it with us. And I don't want to try to make it like, let's just do international and do everything. It's, it is international, but it is for you guys. The, the people that show up with me every Saturday, that's the best way to kind of say it. Um, so with that being said, uh, let's go ahead and bring this up. I'm going to, I'm going to bring up the TKception show here on the side. I do have to switch it over to the other display to do that capturing functionality. So let me jump back up. I think Chemi was the first and we're going to go share, share screen, <laughs> give it the, okay, here we are. And one, two, three, bam, right there. Okay. So want to say thank you everybody for kicking it with us on this beautiful Saturday here. Um, this is, you know, hopefully you guys are having a beautiful Saturday as well. Uh, Chemi Torres, of course, kicking it with us. TKception, TK Aqua Omar, uh, Team Goku team. Very happy that my Tesla's back. I We're going to be going in a drive right after the show. I just want to be back in my car. I want to go get it washed. I want to go take care. You know, just do a whole bunch of things. Very, very happy. Uh, thank you very much for Greg, kick, you know, hanging out with us again. TKception, TK Tesla Bay, always, always. Jimmy Fire Dragon, always appreciate your support, man. Appreciate it, Tesla Bay. Uh, Elon Twitter Bay. <laughs> I haven't said anything about that. I mean, it would be funny though if on Monday I got an update and suddenly Twitter is native into into that into the Tesla, and you can actually tweet using the assistant in the car. That would be amazing. That would be really, really nice. Uh, but thank you very much, Jimmy. Uh, and of course, you know, uh, leave a comment for the giveaway. Yes, please. And of course, if you can like and subscribe and hit the bell icon so that you're always notified uh, to whenever we have new, you know, new shows here on the channel. Of course. Um, 
thank you to Donald. Thank you to uh, Aditya, of course, as always, kicking it with us, Mr. Our, our Mr. Cumberbatch of our channel. He is the man, the myth himself. TK Seption, TK Bay, TK Tesla Bay. TK finally has his Tesla back. Bay, yay! <laughs> Uh, thank you, Golan. Uh, uh, TK. Uh, <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, the soccer uh, for football. Sorry, I, it's not soccer; it's football. Uh, thank you, Golan. I appreciate it, man. Always, always appreciate it. Dominic, always really appreciate TKception, TK Tesla Bay, TK Super Seeing Bay. The family, the whole family, is going to celebrate. Absolutely great. Uh, Donald Nazino, of course, kicking it with us here on the Saturday. Uh, it's fun. It was a really good week. Um, TKception, the man. <laughs> Thank you, Donald. Uh, El Josa always, always seems really good. Great stream, TK. Uh, um, enjoyed it. Have a rest, good rest of the weekend, of course. Hope you guys are doing great. Uh, remember, like and comment as always. Thank you, Chemi, kicking it with us here. Uh, and, you know, seriously, my hope is at the end of the day that we're able to to do more and be be able to enjoy our tech and do what we want with it. So be it the N20, be it the uh, F4 GT, uh, or be it any other smartphone on the market right now, as long as you get the phone that suits what you need and that does the work that you need it at the best possible way and fits your, uh, your budget, that's literally the end of the day what you want to do. The F4 GT is a really well-rounded smartphone specifically designed for gaming. And what I mean by that, it's, it's focused mostly on that. So the cameras are not going to be as good as, let's say, uh, a 12 Pro or even, let's say, with the 11 Ultra from last year from Xiaomi. But you're still going to get a really good experience there. So this is really nice. And it's very so much essence from the black shark departments here it's really really nice uh, and then when you see there of course they the, they also have uh, you know they released the watch uh, that they put out and of course the um, we cannot forget and I forgot to show this at the beginning of the video the genshin impact themed uh, case uh, and of course uh, let's go ahead and bring this in boom 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 this is when you have too many things sitting on your desk so here this little uh, you know the true wireless buds the poco buds pro very nice, very easy to use, very simple, sounding great. Hey, Sony's working. Uh, and of course, a whole bunch of different things. So I, I can't wait to see what Poco has to offer. Uh, with that being said, I will say this. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Stay safe. Um, I'll see you guys on Monday morning with the SGGQA and the comments, of course, here uh, over on Juan's channel next Thursday, hopefully for another episode of the best of our week and another episode of the Android Bay. And sometime in the middle of the week, next week, we'll have a winner of the brand new, well, the Realme 9 Pro. I almost called it the OnePlus 9 Pro. So don't forget, like and subscribe. I'll see you next time. Take care, everybody.